Welcome to Let's Talk Transportation, a podcast series of the Broward Metropolitan Planning Organization, also known as the MPF. We talk about the ins and outs of transportation in Broward County and all of Southeast Florida, why it matters, how it works, and the challenges and opportunities related to achieving great transportation. I'm your host, Greg Stewart, Executive Director of the MPF, and I'm joined by... Monica Sapero, County Administrator for Broward County. And Monica and I are going to talk a little bit about transportation and what it's like to live here in Southeast Florida. So, Monica, how did you end up in South Florida and, you know, what brought you into uh, the field you're doing today as an administrator? That's a loaded question. (laughs) There's a lot to say. I think we could take the whole time on that. But um, Well, wait, no. (laughs) Exactly. No. So, um, you know, I've been here in Broward County for 15 years uh, working for Broward County. Uh, Before that, you know, I've been in public sector service uh, for over... Over 30 years. Awesome. So uh, I started uh, my roots. I grew up in uh, Vero Beach, went up to FSU oh. as a Seminole. I stayed in Tallahassee for 20 years. Um, so I did my undergrad and graduate work in Tallahassee at FSU. Um, stayed in uh, in the in the area and started working as an intern in the uh, city manager's office in Tallahassee. Uh, when I finished my master's, I did also did a little stint in the legislative process uh, as an intern in college. That's pretty awesome. Um, and then, um, and, and then I really, you know, started uh, in the budget office. I cut my teeth in, in, Tallahassee. Uh, in municipal budgeting and oh. city of Tallahassee. I stayed there for eight years. Um, then, as luck would have it, um, uh, reluctantly uh, took a position in state government. But it was the best decision I ever made. Uh, I was asked to uh, join Governor Bush's uh, executive team in the budget world and awesome. uh, doing local government work. And then I kind of did a little bit of everything there that didn't fit. And when you were doing the work with, uh, you know, then Governor Bush, um, because he was in commerce years ago, you and I kind of, I guess we must have crossed paths. Multiple we had to times. have, yeah. Because uh, I am too a Seminole. Mm-hmm. LMA building is where I got my APA yeah. degree. You know, but, uh, you know, the, the bigger the bigger question I got for you is, so you ended up in state government. And were you in the governor's office or? Okay. Yeah, I was in the governor's office and I stayed with him for seven of his eight years. I started January of 2000 and my last day um, working for the state was his last day that's, in office. That's amazing. And I went into a private sector role for 18 months and quickly found out that my <laughs> passion of uh, filling, uh, of working for the public just wasn't really satisfied. Right. So that's how I ended in Broward. Public service is a calling. I, it is. I remember I had the argument with my father because my father was, you know, Mr. Business and Business Only. And when I said I was going to go into government work, he looked at me like I had three heads on my shoulders. And he said, why would you do that? And it's a really neat calling, especially when you do it and you do it well, like you're doing now. Yeah. Um, you know, having somebody, like I observed a lot. Now, growing up in Vero, we used to go up that way when I was a kid. I grew up in Boca Raton when no one knew where it was before Del Boca Vista was a thing on Seinfeld. And and so, you know, how did that influence, I guess, growing up in Vero, having the chance to live in the the state capital and then coming back to South Florida? What were the things that you were thinking, you know, you would want to be able to like influence and move forward? It's, a, it's an interesting question, Greg. Um, you know, when I took on the role of county administrator um, 18 months ago, which just flown by, um, <laughs> a lot of people said, what do you want your legacy to be? I said, there's nothing about legacy. This is about 
wanting to do something for our community and and you know there was it's there's a saying um um that it really holds uh kind of the key to the passion for my public service and it's comes from the athenian oath and it's you know i'm going to paraphrase it but basically it's to leave a community better than what you found it and that is what it's all about it's about making a difference to the people everyday people and the way they go about living their lives and and in the role that i am fortunate to fill I get to help a lot of different people and make their lives a little bit easier. And that's what I hope to really make a, a difference, you know, long term. And that's what I hope to look back on my career and be able to, you know, look back and smile and, and know that I was able to have a small part in making a difference in people's lives. I think that's the biggest challenge that faces public sector employees, too. It's like there's always that question, well, why are you doing this in that legacy side? You know, I understand that too, but having gone to the same school you did in grad school, that that, that Athenian code is so important because it's something to live by. Knowing that you are able to touch the things that are improving people's lives and making Broward a better place, and all of Southeast Florida, we're the center of this region. So I think that's really awesome. What are the things right now that you're working towards when we talk about transportation issues? Are there things that are personal to you that you want to see move forward making this place better? Um, you know, we can talk everything from, you know, what you're doing with the uh, Broward commuter rail services to traffic signalization, because that's everybody always calls me about that. Um, so what are you thinking? So, uh, you know, it's interesting. There are so many um, different mm. projects and so many facets of our transportation network, as you well know. You live this every day also. Um, live and breathe. Yeah, exactly. So, But the things that really get me excited about you know, transformational changes that we can really have an impact in this area, uh, in this community, is really about, you think about the connectivity, um, not just north, south, and east and west, but really amongst the the real economic engines of our community. Um, the people, not just the people that live here and visit, you know, every, you know, regionally, right. it is these international um, uh, visitors that we get. You know, the impression that we leave on, on the, that sector is enormous and it cannot be um, overstated at all. So, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward in the next five to 10 years, really seeing some major transformative um, um, projects and initiative, not just our, our traditional transportation busing and some of the light rail things and commuter rail that we're looking to have even in the near future is, is the intermodal center at the airport, the, the automated people mover. When we go to all these major, you know, airports around the country, something that is, we just kind of think about and take for granted is how do you get from one terminal to the other? Um, You know, that is something we're going to do here as well. And it's going to make a big impact. And then, and then lastly, which is kind of like the crowning jewel and the one that I really, really want to see before I retire, hopefully um, totally in place and and running smoothly is that connection between the airport, the seaport and our new expansion of convention center and the new hotel headquarters hotel. Well, I hope it's yeah. There's more. Best, best. You're not retiring before that. No, well, no, but but you know, these are each one of those are almost a billion dollar project and transformative in a way that is going to change the um, consumer's experience. Yep. 
in arriving and being here in Broward. One of my Corey was just on the other day, and we had the conversation actually about what the consumer experience is. And then Mark Gale from the airport, we had the discussion about the intermodal center and how it's going to connect to the convention center and what that actually looks like. I think that that's, you know, that forward thinking, that forward lean is something that Broward's really actually good at and in moving that forward. I mean, I grew up here. Um, you know, in Boca again, but we would go to Fort Lauderdale. You know, you go shopping down here because you didn't really even have department stores when I was a little kid. There wasn't even a McDonald's. And so, yeah, <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> there's a big parade for McDonald's, let me tell you what. Um, it did open. But that said, it was just, you know, Broward always had that little bit of a lean towards the direction. You know, the bus systems were like city run when I was a kid and then the county took over the operations unifying the three bus systems, uh, Pompano, Fort Lauderdale and Hollywood. There was a couple of private bus systems and that ability to kind of understand the regional nature of even traffic signalization. Um, that was something that kind of was born here. Down in Miami, things were kind of operated a little bit differently. Boca Raton still operates its own light system as yeah. compared to the county. It's not efficient when you think about how we all grow to, grew together. Yeah, and that's a great point. You know, so we, I didn't really touch on that, but, you know, our traffic engineering division, we work very closely with um, the Florida Department of Transportation in this. But, um, in fact, they um, have some space to um, co-locate with us in our traffic engineering, you know, center, command center, if you will. Um, and, and that is really critical because what a lot of people, the average citizen doesn't really realize is is that all of that is under the county mm-hmm. auspice. And, and because of that, we can then integrate and collaborate very well with the state system also. But um, so the so when there is a jam up in one part of the county, we can flow the traffic and, and really help um, um, keep traffic moving a lot better. Even though, you know, we are in South Florida, we've got, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, two million residents here that just live here alone. But as you know, you know, people that live in Broward work in Palm Beach or Miami or vice versa. And so all three counties are pretty fluid in that regard. But when you come through our county, um, that is a, a tremendous benefit we have for that connectivity and the be able the, the ability to being um, to uh, being seamless in that transportation. And that that makes a lot of other folks jealous of our region. I'll be honest with you. I, yeah. I do a lot of conversations around the country, and they go, "This is how this is operating." Because I go back, I come back here and go, "Wow, this is great." And, but you know, you go to the Chicago's of the world, you go to the LA's, you go to, you know, Manhattan, and there are all the suburban areas around there, and they don't operate that way. They actually don't. There's a lot of um, very strange interactions and like you know divided lines that really don't even exist. And I think that that's you know again championing that and being you're in charge of it. I'm, the other day when we were at the airport, I'm going to bring that up. We were coming down the escalator. I'm like, I looked at you and I'm like, you know, you you're in control of all this ultimately. And I think you said one of my favorite things, which was, I might be, but I have all these people and everybody's working to that. And they've a lot of them come have been on the show, and you know they always come back to saying, well, we get to work together in this collaborative nature. And, and you're fostering that environment, which to me is really awesome. Um, so with the airport and, and talking to Mark, he actually had a lot of conversation about the ATM, the people mover system that you're going to put in. 
Do you think, is this something that we're talking a decade? Do you think it's going to be longer, shorter? Shorter. I don't have the exact dates, um, but we're, we're definitely moving in that direction. In fact, um, that as, lo- as well as the um, intermodal center, we're already starting some of the, the, the beginning phases of that and the environmental um, work. So, so we're very excited about that. Everything's, you know, was ready to go. We got the, the kind of nods from the federal government on, on being able to start some of those initiatives, um, on the environmental work. And Good. so that's, that's getting kicked off. We're very excited about that moving forward. So, like I said, in the next 10 years, I'm, I'm wanting all of those things to be done. So that's, that's a pretty heavy lift, but, um, a lot of moving parts. Um, and what you mentioned about collaboration, you know, that is another thing that is, you know, the first thing I wanted to do coming in um, to this role was to do that, is to make sure, um, you know, the county can't do everything by itself. Um, nobody can do anything by themselves. And quite frankly, we all have a vested interest in each other's successes. And if we don't work together, we're all going to fail. Um, and and it's splintered and inefficient. And we're all using the same pool of money for the most part. The taxpayers fund us and yeah. and we have a, a responsibility to be as efficient um, with those dollars as we can be. And the only way I know how to do things is to work collaboratively um, and to really bring people to the table. And when you talked about my directors, you know, um, I always say one of the, the things that we can all um, collectively tout success is because I put people around me that are smarter than me. You know, they are the experts in their industry um, and and you have to look to them for their recommendations and listen. Um, you know, we're not always going to agree even amongst my team, but um, but everyone feels hurt at the end of the day. And and I and we make a decision that is reflective of what is in the best interest of the community. And that whole idea of team play and all that, that's it's an important fact. I, I always tell people I'm not the smartest person in the room. I really don't believe I am because the, you always should have people that are smarter than you around you and to advise you. That doesn't mean that they always make the smartest people and always make the right decisions either. So that balance is so important as well. I, you know, my compliments to you and how you're operating everything um, with the county. It's just been phenomenal as me watching this growth and change as well within the organizations that you uh, are responsible for. Um, I would like to have you back as, you know, Mark moves forward with the airport. We'll maybe have a you know, by then might, we might actually have video cameras and maybe we can show some video of the expansion plans right. where you are. Um, I'd love to have you back actually to talk a little bit about maybe some affordable housing and transportation con- connectivity and, uh, you know, see where we go with the Primo plan. We didn't really touch much on that, but, you know, that's a really exciting, another exciting opportunity for the residents of Broward and our visitors. I mean, we get hundreds of thousands of people here a year, as you're saying. So, you know, what's their experience like? And can we get them out of the renter cars? <laughs> yeah, no, I think that that would be great. I would love to come. You know, when you mentioned the the Primo plan, you know that is that's significant because we're we're looking at over two hundred miles uh, of expansion of transit net, networking. So um, that's a very exciting initiative um, as a whole. We could spend a whole hour on that, um, exactly. <laughs> but um, but I'm happy to come back um, and, and happy to um, report on progress. Awesome. Um, and we'll give you all the material you want to put on your website to share along with this because um, there's a lot of exciting news to share. Yeah. Monica, thank you for coming in today. Appreciate it. And look forward to working with you into the future. As always, Greg, thank you. 
The Let's Talk Transportation podcast is produced by the Broward MPO, where every day we fund and implement projects that move people and goods, create jobs, and strengthen communities. Learn more at BrowardMPO.org and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Speak Up Broward. If there is a transportation topic you'd like to know more about, let us know by sending an email to info at BrowardMPO.org. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance in the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by MPO employees are those of the employees and do not necessarily reflect the view of the MPO or any of its officials. For complaints, questions, or concerns about civil rights or non-discrimination, or for special requests under the Americans with Disabilities Act, please contact Carl Ema, Title VI Coordinator, at 954-876-0052 or emac at browardmpo.org.